Today we are visiting with Dan Culhane. Dan is the President and Chief Executive Officer for the Ames Chamber of Commerce, Ames Economic Development Commission. Dan, thanks for taking time to join us this week. Jim, thanks for making time for me today. It's a pleasure to be here. I know that uh, it's been over a year now that uh, Ames Economic Development Commission's had a working relationship with Boone. And uh, I remember the first uh, last year when Economic Development Week came up, uh, we had uh, Brenda was able to join us and, and we got a chance to hear from her this year. Uh, boy, a lot has changed for the participation with the uh, Ames Economic Development here in in Boone County, uh, I mean, and just all over everything that you've been doing. Yeah, you know, it's it's been really fun and it's it's happened quickly, but it's really gratifying. You know, we started eighteen months ago, roughly fifteen to eighteen months ago, with the city of Boone under a contractual arrangement, and more recently, we've we've signed on with the Boone County Economic Growth Corporation, and just in the last thirty to forty five days, we uh, inked a contract with the city of Ogden and the Ogden community to help them with their economic development work. And so it's really gratifying. We, we love working in Boone and Boone County, and uh, we've got a lot of things cooking, so we're really excited about uh, where the rest of 2022 will lead us. Let's talk a little bit about National Economic Development Week. Uh, the reason for this, uh, does it attract attention to what's going on? Uh, uh, what, what should people take from Economic Development Week? You know, I think that's a good question, Jim. I think people should really uh, take from from what this week is. It's an opportunity to highlight and showcase that, for the most part, economic de- development doesn't just happen. It, it takes uh, uh, takes a lot of people pulling in the same direction. It takes the private sector. It takes the public sector. It takes cities and local governments and private industry and, and oftentimes, most times, nonprofit organizations like ours to help facilitate uh, that process. You know, you think about when an economic development project comes to your community, it's usually a nonprofit, the local local city, oftentimes the county, uh, the state, the community college system. There's so many partners that have to come together to make those things work. And so it's an opportunity to showcase and, and express gratitude, really, to the people that are involved in the economic development process. You know, I often say, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of about us, what we do, but we like to throw the light back on the people that support what we do, that we get to do, because we, we could work really hard at this process, but with all, all the partners I just mentioned, it, it wouldn't work. Everybody's got to be pulling in the same direction. Yeah, that's uh, one of those. Yeah, if you don't have if you don't have the educational, if you don't have housing, if you don't have uh, infrastructure, things like there's a lot of different aspects that fall into it. Yeah, you know, if you think about it, um, uh, economic development is is different things to different people. Um, Even I would say my tune has changed on what economic development really is. There was a time in my career where economic development was, was strictly about job creation and bringing that next business to the, the locale, wherever I was working at the time. And it still is, Jim. I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. give the impression that we're not focused on job creation and capital investment, but there's so much, so many other things that are so important as well to economic and community development. You know, strong events in your downtown um, child care, housing, you mentioned a couple of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, the livability of our communities is also so critically important economic development. When we first started working for Story County, 
I remember one of my team members helping Roland with their, their outdoor pool. They were looking at building a new pool. And I, I remarked at a group I spoke to about how that was economic development to that community. You know, uh, things that enhance and enrich your community, those, all those things impact economic development. And so it's easy to put the, the economic development lens on a lot of different things in your community because it all ties together. Well, what, I'm sure one of the questions you get, because I know I hear it from people and go, well, why are we working with Ames Economic Development? And I said, well, part of it is is they've got people that have the expertise in some areas that uh, just aren't available for a lot of communities. You know, Jim, um, t- uh, 25 years ago when I started in this business, I, I was a one-person organization. I shared a, an administrative person with the Hampton Chamber up in North Iowa. And that was enough back in the mid-90s. It's, it's changed so much now. There's so much more to the process that, you know, when, when we talk to communities that are contemplating coming to joining us for us to work on their behalf, I talk about bench strength. And we've got bench strength to help communities through a wide variety of things. And so it isn't just me. Well, many people know Brenda Dreyer. It isn't just Brenda doing the economic development work in, in Boone and Boone County. It's it's our team, and that 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 bolsters the the efforts uh, of, of of more than one person, which is really important today, because we do workforce development. We have some a couple of people to do social and digital media and marketing and communications. We've got a finance person. We've got project managers. We've got all these different people. We've got someone who leads our government affairs program. We've got all these different people that can help support a community when they're going through a project or a, a, a industrial prospect or whatever it might be. And so uh, the, the days are, are, are largely gone where one person can do all those things. Mm-hmm. What I really like about our team right now, Jim, is that um, we want Boone to win so darn bad we can taste it. And we want Huxley to win. And we want Story City to win. And so we, we're very agnostic. When we get a prospect, we give them all the options we have. And if they say, well, we really think that the best site is in Nevada, then we're, we're all in in Nevada. Or if they mm-hmm. say, well, the best site's in R.L. Fisher Park in Boone, Industrial Park in Boone, we're all in on that. And uh, I, I, I can say that uh, 100 times out of 100. Uh, we, we really don't care where things go. Oftentimes when we first start working with communities, people say, well, I would suspect the Ames Economic Development Commission just wants things to come to Ames. And I can, that's, a, that's a reasonable response. I can mm-hmm. appreciate that. But um, we want the region to win because um, if all of our communities in the region are thriving, that's better, that's better for Ames. If Iowa State's thriving, that's better for the region. Uh, if, if Fairway Corporation is thriving in Boone, that's better for the region. And so we're really focused on a regional effort and a regional approach to helping all of our communities thrive. It's uh, and it, I'm guessing one of the things when you mentioned uh, job creation and uh, things like uh, that's got to be one of the things because I you know we do these labor shed studies they come out pretty regularly now where are people going to work and uh, you know where where is that workforce and uh, again that's all part of the region concept. It is you know if you look at uh, where people are coming from in the in, uh, in our labor shed here. They're coming from Boone County. That's that's why there there's a there's a federal designation called the Ames Metropolitan Statistical Area, or Ames MSA. And you'll hear a lot about MSAs. MSAs are a way for the federal government to collect data on regions. 
the Ames MSA is actually made up of Story County and Boone County. That's that's the Ames MSA, those two counties. And uh, we we make a lot of lists. We get ranked for a lot of different things as an MSA because we, we fall into that category of metropolitan statistical areas. Now, I'll tell you this. You know, we're the same. We're in the same category with Atlanta, Atlanta, and Houston, and Minneapolis, and a lot, lots of really major cities across the country, or major MSAs, if you will. But nonetheless, we score usually pretty highly because of per capita income. Uh, our crime rates are certainly less than a lot of those places, and uh, it's it's good for our market. It shines the light on this region as a good place to do business. I know. Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, one of the more recent things, you, your most recent agreement, uh, working arrangement with Ogden, Ogden Legacy, and I know they're looking at doing more economic development. Part of theirs is housing, and uh, you have, I mean, it's not you don't get in there and help find developers for them, but this is some of the things you know the places you know the people that they can go to. Yeah, you know, we actually we are connecting them to a, a variety of developers that may have interest there. Um, but what's, what's interesting about the fact that we're working on housing in Ogden, Jim, is that we don't, do work, we don't work on any housing in Ames. Yeah. Um, we just don't, because the market drives more of that. Yep. And so we, we just, we're pretty nimble in that regard, you know. If, uh, if Story City needs help with a housing development, we help. Uh, if, if Ogden does, we, we'll help there. And so it really varies from community to community. And the nice part about our team is that our bench strength is, is there to where we can facilitate a lot of different things related to economic and community development. So that's why economic development week is important to us, because uh, w- while we think we're reasonably good at this stuff, uh, we know we wouldn't be any good at this if uh, we didn't have really good partners, uh, our utility providers, our community college, the university, certainly mm-hmm. our cities, uh, our counties, Story and Boone County, we're all this together, plus a lot, whole host of volunteers, as you know, Jim, that, that show up and oh, yeah. support economic development in a, in a private fashion. We've got a lot of private companies that uh, help underwrite the cost of economic development. And so uh, we're pretty bullish on the fact that uh, if everybody's pulling in the same direction, we've got a pretty good shot at winning more than we lose. You know, and I, re- I, I think back to when I first started reporting on different uh, stories about economic development in those days many many years ago it was you know what are the property taxes and things like that not a lot about uh, gradually it was uh, what kind of infrastructure what kind of roads and things are available and things like that but now there's so many other aspects of it that you you touched on uh, you know having the jobs having the people to fill those jobs uh it's it's more than just uh, what it was 30 years ago it's very true. You know, I, I remember a, a plant manager telling me uh, when, in my first job out of college, I said, what kind of skills does a person need to work in this plant? He said, Dan, if they can fog a mirror, they can work for me. And uh, which he was basically saying, you don't need any skills, just show up and, and be alive, I guess. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's a lot different now. Uh, mo- mo- most manufacturing jobs are technical. And there has to be some technical know-how, and you have to have a skill to work in most of those facilities. And if you don't have that skill, there's a good chance they're going to put you in training right away. And so th- that's where it's different. It's also different, and you, you hit on it, Jim. Um, you know, if we had someone that came to the market right now and said, we're going to hire a 1,000 people, I'd have a hard time looking them in the eye and saying, well, that won't be a problem. Because <laughs> yeah. it would be a problem. 
you know, um, we had a company announced here a few weeks ago they're going into an existing building on the east side of Ames. Uh, they're from the Netherlands, and they're going to hire about 40 people. Well, 40 people is reasonable. We can handle that in our, in our region. At the same time, we're working with another company now that we hope is going to choose us for a site in the region, and they're going to hire about 60 people. And that, that's, that's reasonable, too. But when you, you get one person, one company that says we're going to hire 750 or 1,000 people, uh, that's that's hard for our market to swallow right now yeah. because we just don't have the people. I was going to say that uh, uh, one of the things that I remember when you first came to uh, Boone City Council meeting after the first uh, agreement came up, and I know that uh, it's been there since. Uh, in fact, uh, the recent Best Award is a perfect example of it. You said, uh, you know, yes, we go out and we'll help recruit new and things like that, but we really also want to help what's here grow. Yeah, you know, I think that's the biggest mistake economic development organizations can make is they spend so much time uh, out of town talking to prospective businesses, they oftentimes forget about the people that are in their community. And uh, that's that's something that uh, we I work really hard to make sure we're never accused of that, because uh, we want to know and have meaningful relationships with our existing employers so that when opportunities present themselves and challenges, they can reach out to us for help. And so that business retention and expansion program that we talk about a lot, um, that really rings home that, that really rings home with us because we know that and it's a moving target, but eighty to eighty five percent of the jobs that will be created in whether it's in Boone or Ames or, or Story City, and those jobs are going to be created by the people that are already there, the companies that are already there. And so why wouldn't we pay attention to them and help them expand and prosper in our communities versus trying to chase somebody else, which we should do that too, but not at the expense of our existing businesses saying, well, I guess we should move somewhere else with this expansion because uh, nobody in our our community cares about whether we expand or not. So we we take a lot of pride in that business retention program. Yeah, and I I also look at... uh the recent relocation, of course, uh, the announcement earlier last year from Solar FX, they stayed in the region. I mean, they yeah. were there and they stayed in the region. Yeah, you know uh, that that was that was an easy project for us to help facilitate. They were leaving the western part of Ames, but uh, there there was a building that fit their needs. And so, uh, you know, when 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 people aren't having to relocate their their their, their, their families. And uh, yet, they maybe they've got a little little longer drive to work, but they're still in the market. That's okay. It's it's when people actually leave the market, and you uproot families that it really impacts community. And so that would that was a home run as far as we were concerned because it kept Solar Effects uh, in the market, and it helped facilitate their growth and expansion by taking that building in Boone. Well, we know that uh, this is Economic Development Week, uh, National Economic Development Week, uh, basically, what, about seven years, I think it's been around. Uh, But it does draw attention to much more. The way economic development has changed, and you have to change to be successful. Yeah, you know, um, we started our workforce program probably nine years ago. And at the time, um, I think people were like, do we really need to do that? And... uh, now that we've had it embedded in our organization this long, uh, it's, it's thriving and it's doing a lot of good work. It's not the silver bullet, as you know, Jim, but it is helping our businesses in, in a number of meaningful ways. Uh, but that's, that's a great example of, 
I think if if uh, I, I wasn't willing to change, I said, no, no, we don't need a workforce person. We're just going to continue to market uh, to prospective industry and make sure we bring more companies to town. Uh, that's that's a really ignorant, negligent way to look at economic development. So we're always open to changing. We're always open to new ideas. Um, that's that's the nature of this business. If if we don't change uh, with with the times and, and what's going on in our communities and in our nation and, our, and, and frankly in our world, uh, we're going to be left behind. Yeah. I was going to say, this is a challenging time uh, uh, with the, what we're seeing with the economy, the supplies, things like that. There are definitely some challenges out there. Without question. You know, um, one of the biggest concerns uh, that we always hear about when we're talking about it right now is, is the availability of people. And, you know, we're hearing about a, a considerable amount about refugees coming from Ukraine, and uh, we, we would love to facilitate uh, some of those some of those movements if we can. But the one thing we know and that we hear constantly is that for folks to come from another part of the world and locate in our region, they need, they need community. And so we're, we're, we're working to identify people that are from, from Ukraine or have uh, Ukrainian uh, relatives uh, to help support people if, if they choose to come here. And so, yeah, that's something that I, I certainly wouldn't have envisioned five years ago but uh, it's the world we're living in right now, and if we can help facilitate some of that, help help people that, that are in need of help, which ultimately could also help a lot of our businesses by putting uh, providing meaningful employment opportunities to those folks, it could be a win-win situation. As we look forward, uh, 22, I mean, you, with all the challenges, everything out there, you still got to feel pretty uh, pretty enthusiastic about it. Yeah, you know, uh, Jim, I'll tell you what, we, we, it, this is such a thriving part of, Part of the, part of Iowa, and uh, you know we've got we've got businesses that continue to invest in our communities, uh, both in in their in their facilities, but also in the greater good of the community. I mean, look at look at the different things that happen uh, in terms of events throughout the throughout the course of uh, the year. Over in Nevada, uh, Hormel and Burke are, are sponsoring this Pizza Palooza event on Saturday night. On Friday night this week, uh, Nights on the Green. Uh, downtown Boone is sponsored by Fairway, and so it's 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 great to see uh, businesses continuing to support their communities, and in turn, people supporting those businesses as well. And so, uh, we're in a good spot here in, in this part of the world, and uh, we're looking forward to the balance of 2022. People will help make uh, economic development opportunities successful. Uh, you guys are there just to help provide resources to uh, make them successful too so yeah we're, we're really here to make the connections i do appreciate you taking time visiting with us and letting us know uh more about economic development week and again the some of the challenges uh, that people may not think about as you go forward but uh dan Culhane, president and ceo of the ames chamber of commerce ames economic uh, development commission has been our guest on the program dan thanks for visiting with us look forward to visiting with you again Thank you, Jim. Have a great week. Thank you. All righty.